Aloha, all you basketball fanatics, and welcome to our podcast, Beyond the X's and O's. I want to give everyone out there who are listening and watching um, a huge shout out. Thank you guys for the love and support. A big shout out to all our Twitch viewers out there. If you guys haven't seen us on Twitch, go check us out. I'm telling you, it's just a whole new different experience when it comes to podcasting. You get to see our facial expressions. Um, Coach Bob, who does the technical side of the podcast, has pictures and videos he's flashing up on the screen. I'm telling you guys, it's a new experience. Hop on it right now while it's free. I'm telling you, we're going to blow up like Nitro pretty soon. And it's going to be like about five bucks a month or something like that. So just take advantage of it. Take advantage of it. Um, Let's see here. Check us out on all our platforms, Google Play, iTunes, Anchor, and Spotify. Check us out on Instagram too, Coach Lance. We'll have all the info in the descriptions of this podcast. DM us. Feel free to direct message us on Instagram with any questions or concerns or, um, yeah, anything we can use on the podcast, we can answer those questions. And, uh, yeah, feel free to DM us. It's absolutely free. On the coaches panel tonight, we have Coach Bob Mack with Huey Basketball. Yes, sir. Coach Lance O'Hara with Huey Basketball. Coach Tom Tran with Hui NorCal Dynasty and yours truly, Coach Mel with Hui Hawaii Heat. Now, this podcast is sponsored by Dick Sporting Goods. I'm just kidding. I just thought I'd throw that in there. You know, sound good. You know, maybe one day, maybe one day, Coach Tom. It sounded good, though, right? Had a nice little ring. You know, I'll give, I'll give that beginning part to someone up at Dick Sporting Goods. So <laughs> hey, go to Dick Sporting Goods where you can buy all your sports needs. You may oh, want to cut out the early. There you go. Just cut that little piece out. What part? That yeah. little part of the stream. Oh, yeah. So, hey, guys, this is, um, let's see here. Welcome to the podcast, episode number 15. We are number 15. Let's see if the coaches did their homework. Number 15 out there. I'm going to go ahead and throw this one out there. Vince Carter, number 15. Coach Bob Mack, you got a number 15? Patty Mahomes. Ooh, Mahomes, yes. Oh, I got another one. Bart Starr for you guys. Look at the coaches. The coaches are looking it up on their computers right now. <laughs> the number They're like, what's that? The Marcus Cousins. Oh, there you go, oh, Coach. Okay, that's a good one. Coach I, Lance, we're waiting for you now. Let Coach Lance go. Uh, let's go with let's go with Mello. Okay, oh. that's a good one. I like that one. Coach Bob, you were gonna say that one? No, yeah, I was gonna say that one. That's a good one. Right on, right on, coaches. Came strong. Coaches, you guys should know by now we're going to go and do this number game. So you guys should have them locked and loaded. Come on. Get with the program, boys. Let's go. Uh, so I guess, you know, for this podcast, everyone out there that's listening, uh, we're going to talk about our, me- our most memorable moments of 2020. This is our last, our last podcast for 2020. Uh, we're going to start the new year off here soon. Can't wait. Um, I guess most memorable moment, I have a bunch, but I'm just going to go ahead and throw this one out, um, is starting this podcast. This was something that us coaches were, you know, talking about for, geez, it was like a couple years. We were kind of throwing it out there, talking about doing our own podcast one day, and um, we followed through, and we did it, and what are we on, episode number 15? So that's right now, for me, most memorable moment, um, like I said, I have a bunch, RIP Kobe Bryant, it's just a messed up year, you know? Uh, that one there affected me a lot just because I was uh, probably the first time I was shocked because I was at the gym. We were in the middle of a tournament. Rumors were flying around saying Kobe just died in a you know, helicopter accident. Oh, yeah. And I just kept looking over and we're over at uh, courtside. And I was like, no, they're not. We're in between games. 
I said, no, he didn't. You guys, what is it on what? They're like, oh, Fox News. And I just Googled it. And I'm like, don't believe what you guys read. I was so in denial. And then they kept talking about it. No, it's true. And his daughter died. And then it started getting crazy. I'm like, wait, what? And they're like, yeah, and there was other people. And then there's this. And I was just like, hey, listen, I'm not even going to believe this garbage. What was that, Coach Bob? Rick Fox was rumored on there for a little bit. Yeah, too. that's yep. right. Yeah, it was like Rick Fox died. And then it was like, oh, no, he didn't. And, and no, it was his daughter. And I was just like, oh, here we go. You guys are dumb. And yeah. then it was real. And I was just like, I couldn't believe it, you know. And we had like, gosh, one more game to play. It was like the championship game. And the boys, of course, they were a little shook. You know, they were just like, what? I can't believe it, man. Let's do this for Kobe. You know, whatever. Like Kobe on, you know, three. They just kept doing Kobe 24. They were doing all this stuff. And, um, yeah, I mean, we ended up winning the tournament, which was cool, but it was still just a, gosh, just a weird day for, uh, for me. And then of course, I mean, we all know we're still going through this whole COVID thing with youth basketball and sports in general, this COVID thing sucks, man. Like I said, I don't even know if they're going to have a high school basketball season this year. Um, I talked about it a little bit, uh, on our last podcast, but, yeah, they may be just doing, if there is a season, everything's going to be live streamed on like high school websites and you can watch the game live that way. No one in the stands, sort of like how the NBA is doing it. Um, but also, isn't it uh, a couple conferences canceled, huh, Coach Tom? Yeah, uh, our Big 8 conference for JC canceled their season. So how many teams that was that? official as like a Big eight, but there's nine teams in our league. Gotcha. Gotcha. And we, like, I think we talked about, we were, we were full on going to have our season. Like we, Sierra has said that they're going to test all the athletes um, because they wanted, you know, to give the sophomores and every kid that opportunity. Um, But once a couple of schools in the Los Rios district, which is like American river and consumers river in the Sacramento district, once they officially withdrew their names um, from this competition this year then it was like just a trickle down effect with everyone in our league and then our league just basically voted okay we're gonna opt out mm. wow coach um coach bob you have a most memorable moment in 2012 uh, yeah i have a personal story uh okay to share and, and you mentioned kobe uh like january 26th um was was when it all went down i never remember because it was in the morning, I remember my, my youngest son was down in Long Beach, going to Long Beach State, um, and he was texting me, and he's like, hey, you know, did you hear this? I'm like, what? No, it's a lie. What are you talking about? You know, the stupid fake news kind of stuff. This stuff happens all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And stuff started to get real, and you started seeing it pop up on, on, on uh, uh, like, CNN and, you know, all that good stuff, and it's like, oh, God, this is, this is crazy. And then, and then the thought was, shit, what was he doing that early in the morning? So like, I, I bet his daughter was with him. And that, that's what hit me. I mean, it's one thing to lose Kobe. I mean, but Kobe, let's face it. I mean, he had a great life. He accomplished a lot of shit. He got to do a lot of things, but his daughter hadn't done anything yet, right? She's young. She's a kid. She hasn't, she hasn't been able to, you know, achieve any goals that she really wanted to. She had her whole life in front of her and she's gone. So that one hit me. It wasn't Kobe. It was, mm-hmm. it was his daughter that got me. Um, but personally, for, for, for me, um, Five days later, January 31st, I get a phone call uh, from my youngest son, again, down in Long Beach. Um, and I was on my way to um, watch the Placer freshman basketball game. My, my nephew uh, was playing for them. So I was literally pulling into Auburn. I get a call and my son says, hey, dad, I, I, I think I dislocated my elbow. 
uh, play football. I'm like, what, what are you talking about? And he said, well, we're at the beach. We're at, um, uh, I don't know, it wasn't Huntington. It was one of the other beaches down there. I forgot. Um, but he, they were throwing football on the beach. And he's like, yeah, I threw the ball. And my arm like popped and it's just dangling. I'm like, what are you talking about? And he was kind of, it almost sounded like he was kidding. I'm like, are you serious? And he, and he was like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, you're not, you need to go to the hospital, right? Right now. So you get your guys to pack you, pack you up. And good thing is, is he was with, um, coincidentally, three of his teammates from Whitney. They all went to school down there in various schools and they were just hanging out for the day. They took him to the ER. So I'm at the I'm at the plaster game. You guys, you guys have been in a plaster gym. It's, I mean, it's, it's old school. Growing up in Auburn, anyways, even a freshman game is packed up and it's tight, and you know you're kind of up up above the court and whatnot. So it's loud. That gym. And he starts talking, and and he's like, yeah, you know, um, I'm in back here, and and his friend Cam is with him, and um, they, you know, started giving him some medication, started getting loopy. So I said, hey, give the phone to Cam. So we started getting some some details and whatnot. Long story short. He broke his arm. He broke his he broke his uh, his arm right up here, right there. And I'm like, okay, so what happened? What do you mean you broke your freaking arm? Right? You broke your arm throwing a ball? Did you get tackled? And he's like, no, never didn't get tackled. Come to find out, you know, it was a non-contact. Just threw the ball, and his arm exploded. Um, and and at that point, I I knew enough to go, well, shit. I know one thing that causes that is a tumor, right? So immediately, my was like, ah, oh, this is not good. This is not good. So I got on a flight the next day, went down, picked him up. He stayed the night at his friend's house. Uh, Brandon, one of his friends, drove him uh, to the airport to pick me up in his car. And then we drove back to Long Beach and I got him situated and whatnot. And, did you, you say know, we, tumor, coach? I'm sorry to interrupt, but you yeah, said tumor? Well, that's one of the things that could cause it. So they didn't know. So we went. A um, break or a fracture? Uh, uh, it was it was full on compound. It didn't pop the skin, but they call it compound. Basically, yeah. you, you broke this. And it, and it split like this okay. and it was like just popping we're, out right here it we're was co like we're coach it, wasn't, we're it coach. didn't break the skin but it was pushing out of the mm. skin so coach bob is pointing to his bicep area for those of you that are listening right in the bicep area so it's a clean break it's in between the shoulder and the elbow humorous it snapped it right in half so mm. it's the second largest bone in the body so i knew it had to take uh something pretty substantial so um, yeah, I mean, that's one of the things the tumor will weaken a bone and you see it, you've seen it in baseball a few times, the pitchers will be out there pitching also their arms explode when they've had yeah. tumors, they've got a tumor there and they got to go in. So, um, so we were in and out of the doctors, uh, we were down there for a week, so I had to pack his stuff up and get him out of school. He was in his apartment and pack stuff up, drive home and all that good stuff. Um, you know, long story short, it wasn't a tumor. Uh, we found out it wasn't a tumor, it was a cyst uh, and it was something that it, it was there for years and years and years and years. Um, it, it coincidentally, uh, Coach Lights, we were in the uh, the possible room the week before when he was up here, or a couple weeks before, and he was doing one arm pull ups with that arm. I'm like, oh, oh wow, that would have been nasty wow. if he would have popped it there. But at any rate, so he, he came home. Um, he you know had a had a rough go for a few months. He, he basically had to sleep sitting up, couldn't put a shirt on. I mean, it was it was really bad. It was really really bad. And, you know, we kept going and getting x-rays like every two weeks. And when the bone's looking like this and the doc's like, oh, no, it looks good. I'm like, how is that good? His arm is curved, right? <laughs> it, it's brutal. It's brutal. So then August, he got Man. the surgery. They went I, in. Um, it, it healed. They went in and they scraped out all the uh, where the cyst was. And they put some um, some synthetic bone in there. Um, so long story short, he's, he's almost uh, back. Uh, he doesn't have full extension of his arm still probably will never get full extension 
Um, so, that was a year ago. What's that? That was a year ago. Uh, January 31st. Oh, yeah, it was five days after Kobe uh, passed, which was which was weird for me because I went down there and the stuff was still fresh down in L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were down in but, L.A. and they hadn't even had the memorial service, none of this, and mm. it was pre-COVID. It was just a really weird vibe. Partly wow. because it's like, you know, my son's got this giant cast on and I've seen the x-rays and I'm going, holy shit, this is terrible. Uh, well, I learned something new as far as like... Um, a tumor like when a bone breaks so all you parents out there that are listening if you're you know your kid has a break for no reason by throwing a ball or something look into that you know tumor good to know i didn't know that uh the the cyst that he had is it's more uh common with youth so you'll Mm. see that with in in youth sports uh, a little bit it's not like super common thing like you're not going to see it all the time but it's yeah something like that a non-contact break yeah, and for those of you that don't know, Coach Bob's uh, son was an um, avid basketball player, too. So, I mean, he played all his, his whole life, right? So he was an athlete. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, wow. it's weird. Yeah. It really, uh, quite honestly, because his arm was in this position and up against his arm, you know, basically mm-hmm. in a sling for four months, it stuck. Everything stuck there. Mm. Like, I, I remember the first day we went to physical therapy, she took the sling off and she says, okay, I want you to extend the arm as far as you can. And that was it. <laughs> like, he didn't like, bend it. It's not moving, right? So, it, I mean, that was kind of oh. weird. But he all his all his muscles had atrophied, so he lost all his muscle. I like if you've seen my son, he's uh, you know, this on a good day. <laughs> that he's holding up a pen. Super, all super, you super listeners pen, out there. Right? But I, his arm had zero muscle, none, zero, nothing. It was so a he bump, had he, so he had like a T Rex. There was no like muscle. A, there was no fat. His back was the same. His this side of his back, his right side, no muscle. So he's you know hunched. He had, over. He had like one of those T Rex hands, huh? Oh, it's so weird. It was so weird. But now he's he's built that back up, and actually, actually, he's it's a little bigger than he was when he started. It's just getting that full extension. So what kills him, and anyone that knows him as a basketball player, he's a shooter. He's not, he you can't lock his elbow. Yeah, he so can't lock that elbow when he shoots. So he, so he's got to shoot lefty. In which he's still okay shooting lefty, but he can't he can't lock his elbow. So that's oh, really frustrating. Man. And it's you know, he'll go out in the backyard and dribble around. He can't. It's it's amazing how much you'll use your elbow mm-hmm. for a lot of these things. And he, he just he can't get the full range. And then and then extending out this way is painful still. So he's still working on it, but it's it's much better. Thankful that you know he's got as much uh uh motion mm. uh, and, and definition back as, as he does, and you know, he can now if school was happening, he could go down and live on, on his own. He wouldn't need our help anymore. So, Oh, that's good. So he's got a little bit of range of motion then. Yeah. yeah he's not, and he probably, he's probably not going to get it back. Uh, uh-huh. But you know, there's worse things in the world. Right. So yeah, that's true. The, um, the thing that you said about uh, Kobe, when he passed away too, uh January, we were actually scheduled to go down to the Mamba sports Academy facility that he had that he recently just opened. And we were like paid, ready to go the boys were excited and then all of a sudden that happens and we were like oh this sucks i mean they it was about a month before they refunded our money because they were still gonna try to do it but you just can't it's just you talk about a buzzkill you know what i mean it's like so obviously um the place closed down i know they were trying to keep it going i think somebody else might have bought it because it was just it's just such a high-tech sports facility 
Uh, so we never made that trip. We were super excited to go. I mean, we were all paid, locked in, ready to go. The boys were super excited. Uh, you know, they were talking about getting, you know, the the Mamba Academy hoodie and, and the shirts. And, you know, they were just ready to go. And Coach Tom, did you guys uh, make it out there? I know there was probably like three or four tournaments prior to us going. And wasn't No, sure. we were trying to, but yeah, that, I mean – there was supposed to be a big one in April that we were supposed to go to that year. And then obviously that's when COVID started getting full swing and obviously canceled everything. Yeah. Gosh. So uh, coach Tom, did you, uh, do you have any memorable moments uh, that happened in 2020? Well, I think for the podcast, I think it was maybe just having our guest, right. Having um, Ken Ramsey, you know, um, Jenna, Josh, and then John last week, I think that's been the best part. Just, um, hearing the perspective from a referee standpoint and then from different players, right. A collegiate player, a high school player, and then a high school and pro player that I think a lot of people could um, take their advice and put it some way into their game or um, just hear their stories because everyone's journey, like we always say, everyone's journey is different from, you know, point A to point B. Right. And so um, three different people had, you know, like, accomplishments in high, in high school or in sports, but also had um, bad moments, right? And adversity they hit. So um, learning from that adversity and um, overcoming that, you know? Yeah. And they, and they, I mean, the moral of all their stories is it's so ironic, but it's not, it's just sports. It's working. Well, they worked on their yeah. craft and they busted their butt and they weren't some phenom that was gifted you know, I mean, they really had to work their ass off to achieve their goals, man. I mean, they all had great stories. I mean, Go ahead. One thing real quick. I mean, you know, uh, Coach Lance's son, Coach Josh, has posted a video of um, him working out Jenna. And, uh, you know, I would tell people, like, she knows her season is canceled. Her season has officially been canceled, you know, for two weeks now. You know, it's official canceled. And she's still in the gym you know, two to three times a week, still working on her craft. So that way, when she does have a season next year or whatever it is, she's ready to play. Mm -hmm. You know, and there's yes. a lot of people, I think once, you know, it'll be interesting what happens with high school. And if high school gets canceled of how many kids will, okay, I'm going to take some days off. I'm not really going to work on my craft anymore. Right. And, or even now, like a lot of kids aren't working on their stuff. And so shoot, when high school season does come back and they do get to play maybe, right. Maybe it's just a league games. Um, they're Gotta already be so far behind from last spring until now. If you're not working on your craft, then a 10-game season is going to go by quick. I mean, you're going to lose your whole season that way, you know, if you're not working on your stuff. Yep. Stay ready, kids. If you guys aren't listening, like, I mean, same thing with, um, I mean, Kainoa. He's constantly working. I mean, the couple of days that it rained here, I'm walking by his room, and he's in there sweating. He comes out, and I'm like, what, dude, what are you doing in there? <laughs> as a teenage boy as a teenage boy he's all sweating like oh, oh, comes out i'm like the hell are you doing in there oh i was, I was doing push-ups and uh he has this little jumping thing that he's doing and he's working out i said well shit throw a towel down or something dude you're sweating all over the damn rug and so um yeah but he's if he's just constantly doing something you know he he had uh coach john pashan's um you know workout just on tuesday and he came home and he's in there doing something and i go dude what are you doing he's doing a he does 100 push-ups a day rain you know there's just no excuse and and kind of such a great example especially for the young kids out there there's just no excuse to work out oh it's raining oh it's too cold oh it's you know this or that 
he's working on something, you know, it may not be basketball because it's raining outside or there's not a gym open, but he's in the room. He's working on his jumping. He's got like this little workout thing with bands for his jumping. And then he's like, does a hundred pushups a day and he stretches every day. This kid is, a he's just, I don't, I keep saying he's weird. He's just, um, he's just, he's just a different, I mean, in a good way, as, as far as an athlete goes, like he doesn't even, he doesn't even drink soda coaches. He's 15. He doesn't like soda. I feel bad because like we would come back from a tournament and we're driving home and I'm like, I feel like getting a Coke zero or a Pepsi, you know, you just feel like something. And I'm like, Hey, you want to go get a Pepsi or Hey, you want to, you want a soda? And he's like, no, nah, dad, I, I'm good. I got water. And I'm like, sheesh, you make me feel like shit, dude. I'm like, <laughs> I want a soda dude. Like, you know, and he's even if like, Oh man, I'm really hungry. Okay. That's that's who's on by in and out. You want in and out? Yeah. That sounds great. What do you want? What do you want to drink? You know, I'm thinking of Sprite. He goes, oh, I have water. And I'm like, damn, dude, like here I am. Give me a large, extra large and a soda. And, a, and I'm like, dude, man, he's such a, he sets such a good example for even me. And I'm like his parent. And I should be like the, I should be the other way around. Right. And he's like, I got water. I'll drink. Like you can offer him a soda. He will not take, he's, he's very like, even on the lines of Gatorade. Like if you have a Gatorade, like here, Kainoa, you want this Gatorade? He's like, oh no, I got water. And um, it's funny. Cause he went through a phase, I think of his complexion and he was like i don't want to say he's self-conscious but he was just aware of it um he would say hey dad uh, you know what, what how do you get acne and i'm like it's what you eat it's what you put in your body you know and so he's just like oh so he's just like it, it embedded in his mind like you know uh, renee's telling him it's you know sweets and sugars and sodas and he's just like oh i don't want that to happen to me and like it's funny because he'll have like a little you know he's a teenage boy he's gonna have a pimple here and a pimple there i'm like dude what is that right there i think you got a pimple Oh, is it? Is it? He would go in there and scrub it with all these like 17 types of soaps that he has. And uh, so like he's so conscious about what he puts in his body. And he's so funny because, of course, he, he watches the YouTubes and he watches the professional athletes, the college athletes, their interviews. They talk about your body's a temple, you know, uh, uh, what they eat. You know how you just can kind of go like what who so and so what they what do they eat? You can type that in on YouTube and they talk about, of course, they have chefs that work for them, you know, and they eat good foods and and it just it's just soaked into his mind so for all you kids out there that are listening to the podcast like don't make excuses that's the worst thing you can do and stay ready these are the times we just talked about this huh coach lance these are the times where you have to start working out these off times right now where there's no basketball season stay ready because you don't know they can just go hey by the way we're opening the season we're starting late and then what? Then you're like, oh, oh, trying to play, trying to play catch up. I'm telling you guys, like, sign up. I mean, Coach John Pashan, like Pashan Performance, um, I'm Possible Training. I'm telling you, do something. I mean, I'm just gonna say that because you, you can do whatever you want, but do something. You gotta stay active. I see um, uh, Jenna's posts all the time. You know, she's working out. She's working on her game. She's working out like she's getting ready for the season. And that's yeah. what the kids need to do. You have to. Stay focused. Don't take this time off. I know it's holidays. That's an excuse. It's raining. That's another excuse. Um, you know, it may be cold. Yeah, it's, you know. I'm hey, tired. Yeah, tired. You know, it doesn't, you don't need much space to do push-ups and lunges. Nope. Um, I mean, he, you know, like I said, Kaino is just a great example. He's doing it in his room. His room isn't big. His room, his room is big enough to do push-ups and, you know, some lunges and some box jumps if he needs to. 
uh, but he's making use of all of his time. It's so uh, it's fascinating. That's what I want to say. And he's my son. And I sit there and watch him. I'm just like, man, you set such a good example, not only for like other kids, but like for me as a, as your dad, I'm like, dude, man. So somebody else is out there getting better. So if you're not, somebody else is ready to take your spot. That's true. That's true. I mean, that boy, he, he wants to stay ready. I mean, Jenna's another great example, coach Tom. I mean, she's a great example. God, that was such a great, great interview. She's such a great, that was a great guest we had. I mean, I think we're like, what are we, is that four guests we've had on our podcast or three? Yep. Yep. Ken, Jenna, four. We had, what are we, four, four for four right now, coaches? Yep. Just banger after banger after banger. Uh, Coach uh, Lance, most memorable moment of 2020. Ooh. Well, you probably have a bunch. Well, you know, there's a lot, as we all know, a lot of stuff is going on. or has gone on. And I think, uh, I mean, to kind of go back to what you're talking about with Kainoa and Jenna and, um, you know, some of these players that are taking advantage of the the time right now. I mean, it's just a different mindset for those kids and those players, you know, that's all it is. It's just a decision. And um, I mean, you know, Josh coach Josh was, was one of those kids where he, he never, he, he didn't eat or he didn't drink soda either. He still doesn't. Um, and he would do, he had a little regimen while he was in high school, um, when he wasn't working out that, uh, he would also do push-ups and sit-ups in his room, you know, and it takes, it's, it, I mean, we all know, I mean, to go out and work out when you don't feel like working out, it, it, it takes a different mindset. I mean, even when you're older and you know, you need to go exercise and you know, you need to do, you know, be active and stuff like that. It, it, it takes a lot to do it. And, um, you know, I, Discipline. I, I'm one of those coaches where I don't, I always tell my teams that I don't, um, I don't allow excuses. Uh, I always tell them if they, if, if they're supposed to bring a uh, practice jersey or wear a practice jersey to practice and they forget it, it's not their mom's fault, not their dad's fault. Um, they know when practice is and they need to, you know, make sure that they have it when they're there. So there's, there's no excuse that they can give me. Um, so kind of like you, Coach Mel said, there, there is no excuse when even, you know, we have a lot of stuff going on, stay at home orders, um, seasons being canceled, stuff like that. Uh, but those, those aren't excuses. Those should be reasons to, uh, to, to find a reason to work out or to, to get better. <clears throat> but, um, you know, to answer your question about memorable moments and things, this 2020 was actually supposed to be, we had a, it within our family, we were supposed to have a lot of kind of milestones, I guess, in 2020. Um, I mean, they still happened, obviously, but um, with everything else that was going on, it kind of put a little damper on some things. So, you know, just to give you an example, um, Coach Josh, he turned 21 in, uh, in 2020. Uh, our youngest, Jaden, he graduated high school, 2020. Um, one of the graduating classes, <laughs> or one of the graduates of, of the 2020 COVID year. Um, and then Cindy and I, uh, we were cel- we celebrated our 25th uh, wedding anniversary. Um, and so all those things happened, which are all, you know, great memories and um, big milestones within our within our own personal families. I think that we. Um, that we experienced, they all still happened. Uh, oh yeah, and Cindy just remind me, and I, I, I hit the half century mark 
So hey. don't say anything. Hawaii Five O. I know. I, I know. I don't look like it. I know. I don't look like it. And you know, Cindy, Cindy and I got married when when we were ten. So <laughs> you don't look a day over thirty five. Right, right behind you, Coach. Right behind you. But um, are, are you for are you forty nine, Coach Met Bob? Forty seven. Oh, I'm you're forty seven. Okay. I'm right behind you, and Coach. I'm 49. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm 45. Sorry about that. Our 45th anniversary is. <laughs> oh man, so I'm, so that that just means I'm the oldest. Yeah, you know, I just had to throw that out there when Coach Bob said 47. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I got the silver medal, and we got Coach, the bronze medal, Tom Coach Tom. What 40 feels like. <laughs> oh man, a lot of milestones, huh, Coach Lance? Yes, a lot, lot, lot of milestones, but I think. You know, one of the things that I think we forget that happened that was a big deal, um, at least within California, was uh, the all the wildfires. Uh, the call yeah. happened. You yep. know, and think and it, it had a big impact on a lot of people. I mean, it even stopped us yeah. from playing and training for a little bit because of the smoke. Mm. Um, you know, so I think that was a big deal. That's something that I remember. Um, yeah. Aside from all the other, you know, obvious things. The major one that hit. Um, I, as far as fires go, was it the uh, Paradise Fire that really hit us hard? Was that the first one? Uh, that one, like I don't Northern think. California? Though. Oh, it wasn't. Yeah, that, I think oh, that, was that, that Vacaville one was pretty bad. Oh, yeah, the Vacaville. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that, was, right. That, was, that was really bad. Sorry about that. I'm 49. I'm losing my uh, memory. <laughs> it's the first thing that goes, man. <laughs> yeah. Not, how's, your, how's your eyesight? I heard about 49, 50, you start to lose your eyesight. Wait, what are we talking about again? We're talking about the um, glasses. <laughs> yeah, I can't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> I heard uh, a couple of my buddies. They said they said between like they said right around that fifty years old mark, your 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 vision starts to go. And I'm like, really? And uh, I can I find myself going like squinting and looking like, oh, okay, I see it. I'm like, holy shit! They're they're telling the truth. Yep. <laughs> yeah, especially when you got to read some some instructions that are on a um, <laughs> IKEA. <laughs> I can't so like so phone. when you have to take your phone yeah. and then blow it up so you can read it. Yeah. yeah. You know you have a problem. So there's only like three yeah. words on the screen. Or you, or you got a headlamp when you're reading it. You're like, got a headlight on. Hey, go go to my camping tote and go get the head headlights, okay? Carnola, so I can read these hey, damn instructions. My kid always makes fun of me because my brightness is way up. Why the hell is it dark out? I'm like, shit, I can't see. <laughs> I can't see it. Hey, hey, and, plus, and, plus you can, see it. and plus on the iPhone, you can make the font bigger too. <laughs> Dude. Sorry about that, Coach Lance. Sorry, I don't hey, know if you can you do that with it. on the Android. Oh, I have, okay. Sorry. I haven't had to do that yet though. Okay. I, oh, you're I good. Do, I, do, sure reason, I have. For some reason, I do think that the brightness does make me see better though. It does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it does. But, it, but it also burns your battery out faster too. <laughs> oh, I, I wouldn't know. Android batteries don't burn out. Wow, oh, look oh, at this guy. Make it so you can take them out and replace them. Oh, do they really, Coach Bob? They do. Wow. iPhones, okay. you don't have to replace. Wow, I didn't know that. We, we can also, and they went sneaker uh, uh, raffles. We can also, worry, Coach no, Bob. no, that's a lie. <laughs> that's a lie. Yeah, speaking of uh, sneaker raffles, all you guys out there, your sneaker heads out there, um, I got to ask Coach Bob. Coach Bob, did you win any sneaker raffles this year for, uh, I guess, Christmas? Let's just start off with that. Any new oh, shoes you got? 
uh, you know what? This has been a really good year for me on this on the sneakers. The sneaker point. I, I I went through my 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 collection. It, we're in pandemic. I don't go anywhere. Uh, I honestly, I, I I leave my house to go to the grocery store, maybe Home Depot, uh, a gas station, and that's it. I don't do anything else. I, I work from home. I do everything else from here. Um, so I don't I don't really wear my shoes very much. Uh, I think I'm at. My pandemic collection is at 15 unworn pairs of shoes. Uh, wow. it's, it's been a good year for me. And if you're uh, new to the podcast, if you guys don't know, if, you, and if you're watching us live on Twitch, this is one of the bonuses you get. You can see in the background of Coach Bob Mack. He's got about, I don't know, 120 pairs of shoes back there behind him in these glass cases. They look really neat. It's a great presentation. It's a great backdrop. Um, yeah, total sneakerhead. Coach Tom, another sneakerheads got like i don't know 700 and some odd pairs of shoes and that's no lie go check out our sneaker head edition uh podcast that we had it was some good stuff some great sneakers good sneaker talk too coach tom you had something to add coach bob on that i don't know if i asked you this do, do you throw away your original boxes or do you keep oh, those too no i keep them I keep okay that's right i probably wonder why i keep them so um i have a, I have a closet right here <laughs> that, that's semi-full I have another room over here that's full. And then I have a, a full like tough shed in the back that's full. So I keep all of them. Yeah. yeah. You have like a tough shed? I, I will, I'll flip them. You know, time to time, yeah. I'm like, I haven't worn these forever. I'm just going to sell them. Mm -hmm. And then I just buy other shoes with it. But, you know. And, and so that's, I want those cases, but I'm thinking like, man, if I get those cases, I, I already don't have room for my boxes. I know what the hell am I doing with my boxes now? Yeah, I, the, the boxes, I, yeah, it's, uh, it's, yeah, I, I keep them, but I have, I'm lucky to have room to keep yeah. them. As a matter of fact, I'm actually this weekend I have a project to pull out and paint one of my other rooms, and there's probably about 30 boxes in there. So I'm going to have to figure out a way to get them to the shed and keep them, you know, in good condition. You don't want to get wet or anything. Yeah. Like that. Uh, yeah. So those Coach Bob, it sounds like that your shoes, shoe boxes are not broken down. No. They're correct. <laughs> I yeah. will tell you that uh, I came home uh, about um, four or five months ago, and I have a dog. Uh, it's a Boston Terrier, and he's a little a little bit neurotic and some, some like, like smoke detector. If a smoke detector goes off in the house, he'll freak out, like, like lose his shit, freak out. Um, he was in here in my Slack sound from my, cause I, my, my work from home stuff's in here. My Slack sound, I was getting Slack messages and they were coming through and I guess it freaked him out. And we had left to run a few errands and the door here in this room, uh, if I don't shut it tightly, the dogs can push it open, but it shuts on its own. So the dogs can't get out. <laughs> he got stuck in here. So he freaked out. He got in my closet and he ate a shit ton of boxes. And he, oh, yeah, he, yeah. Also, he also ate my wall right there. Oh, he ate my wall right there. He ate my, my, my trim right there. So what the hell? I, I, walk, I opened the door and I was like, oh my God, he ran out. He's like super happy. And I'm looking at the floor and the entire floor behind me was filled with torn up shoe boxes. Orange oh, boxes. No, orange boxes. <laughs> orange and black boxes. Right. Jump in boxes. And I'm like, okay, don't kill the dog. <laughs> it wasn't oh, his fault. No. Like, I have like little watch hang on. Hey, I got Coach Bob's going back to his collection. He's grabbing that box and he's gonna show us. So I, oh, one of the, oh one, that's one of the, 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 the easier ones. I mean, and this is this is a dead stock pair. 
He's actually showing us a box of Jordans. I've never worn these. Oh, what are those? Jordan what? Uh, These are fours, the bread fours. Jordan fours. So so they're 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 dead stock, uh, and yeah, he he ate dead stock mint condition pair of Jordans, and the box is demolished. It's got a big hole, like a dog chewed through it, pretty much. And I can tell you that he got into one side and he worked his way over. And all my Dornbecker boxes were on, on on this side. And I was like, dude, if you got to those boxes, I'm 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 gonna freak. I'm gonna lose my shit. I went down, they were fine. He didn't touch them. Luckily, and she doesn't really watch this, but luckily there were my wife's shoes she got to. She chewed all her, her <laughs> oh, <laughs> now for those of you guys out there that aren't sneakerheads and don't understand the value of sneakers, they're probably the only item on earth that you can have and buy for a year at $190 and wear them once or twice and sell them the next year for probably triple the value, huh, coaches? <laughs> Some of them. Yeah, it's amazing. I sh- they hold their value better than a diamond does. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say, Coach Bob, it, it, it could have been worse. He, he could have gotten the shoes. Dude, I would I would have had one less dog, Coach. <laughs> I would have had a pair of shoes made out of his skin. Uh, <laughs> mm. I had a Boston Terrier pair of uh, Jordans. <laughs> the only in the world. He, that would have been mine. No, oh. I, it, it, I felt so bad for him, too, because he was – and really, honestly, I mean, it was just a few boxes. That he got to, so I wouldn't even freak out about that. But I mean, he ate my wall. Like he, he got, he ate that wall right there to the studs. Wow! All, ripped all of the 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 sheetrock off to the studs, and then chewed on my windowsill, and then my 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 uh, my window frame. I'm making a pair of house slippers out of that dude. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm good at repairing walls now. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, so check this out, coaches. Um, coach um Lance posted something on the I Impossible uh uh Instagram page and it just it was a quote that he actually posted and it just kind of hit home for me. And I had to tell this story and I got the uh um I got it okayed by uh um the grandfather of this boy that plays for me. Anyways, I'm gonna read the quote off first and then um tell you guys the story on why this quote kind of hit home for me so this quote that coach lance quoted was uh one of the most important kids you will ever coach is the one who needs the program more than the program needs him or her i read that quote and i was like wow this reminds me of one of my players named demarcus now demarcus mm, i want to say when he was in the fourth grade i would say he was playing for another team um things didn't work out and his grandfather approached me at a camp. Joe, shout out to Grandpa Joe. He said, hey, coach, uh, is there any room on your team for DeMarcus? And I was like, oh, you know what? And I was in the process of rebuilding the team at that time. And I said, sure. You know, I'd, I'd love to have DeMarcus. Now, you know, I'm going to say DeMarcus was, he was a little overweight, um, but he played hard. He wasn't the fastest kid. He played really hard and he can shoot the ball and he's left-handed. And uh, he just needed confidence. And I, you know, it's just one of those players that you see coach that he, he's got something. He just, you just need to bring it out as a coach. You need to bring it out. And and I figured, you know what, I I can do something with him. And so ever since he joined the team, he's never left. Right. And he just got better and better. And he worked at his game and shout out to his grandfather because his grandfather was the one who supported him um, physically, mentally, financially, 
Um, I don't want to talk bad about his mom because I've never met her, but she's never supported his basketball, DeMarcus. She has full custody. Uh, father was in prison and he lived, you know, in, in a rough neighborhood in um, Rancho Cordova. Now, um, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't rough, but you know, it's, it's a rough neighborhood. Uh, his grandfather lives in the Tomas and his grandfather would get him on the weekends to play in basketball tournaments. I don't know why his mom started to act this way, but she just, he started to excel in basketball and she didn't like it. And she would tell the grandfather, yeah, he's not playing this weekend. So it was always hit and miss. He's crying. He wants to play. He's crying to his grandfather. He's calling him on the phone because the grandfather got him his phone too. You know, that way he keep in contact and there was nothing Joe could do because that's his mother. Right. And it's, it's not Joe's daughter. She was married to Joe's son. And so that's the connection there. And, and so, you know, DeMarcus, he wanted to play and he was getting taken away from, from his mom for whatever weird reason, which I still to this day don't understand what the hell's her problem with his, with her um, and her son playing basketball. So, you know, she would, it's, it was like hit and miss every other weekend. And um, Joe said, I'm, I'm tired of this. I'm going to take her to court because there's such thing as grandfathers or grandparents um, uh, custody. And so I said, all right, you know, Hey Joe, let us know what you need. You know, he said, Oh, well, I think, it would be nice if you, if maybe the parents coach could, um, or, or he asked me if you can write a letter. And I said, absolutely. No problem. Matter of fact, I'm going to send an email out to all the families of the parents and let them know the situation because we all love DeMarcus. We all love Joe. And I just told the parents, Hey, we need letters um, about um, DeMarcus on how basketball is, or this team and playing basketball has changed his life. And, uh, what we've seen and you know everyone kind of had their own story about the marcus in these letters that was just i, I might get i might get a little choked up because um man this one it really hits home because you know us coaches we care about our kids yep. and um it wasn't like he was um uh, gonna make um you know gonna be um get a scholarship or anything like that but you know at the time when this was going on it was probably in sixth grade seventh grade and um, it was killing him. And I was going to do anything I could possible in my power to help DeMarcus play for us. And um, sorry about that. So, um, yeah, sorry for you listeners out there. If you guys are listening, DeMarcus, man, he's a special kid. So the parents agreed. We all met. My wife, Renee, she has a good friend who uh, is a notarizer. So she notarized um the letters for us and um she came down to hardwood palace where we were practicing and she asked uh what is this for you know she kind of was like this is not her setting obviously she you know is in like the real estate side of the business when she notarizes things and um i said oh it's for a, a young man who plays for me his name is demarcus and you know the grandfather's trying to get custody grandparents um custody uh so he can play basketball and turns out that she's a coach she used to coach your son and um, I said, no kidding. So we started talking about coaching and she, she heard DeMarcus's story when I was sitting there telling her and all, everyone's, you know, getting their letters notarized. She was collecting them all. And she said, I'm not going to charge you guys. 
And I said, oh, no, 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 no. Let us let us at least give you because the deal was she said, oh, I'll do it for five dollars because she was a friend of my wife. And I don't even know what a like a, a legit notarized letter goes for. Was it like 50 bucks or something? I don't even know. I've never really had anything. notarized. Yeah, so, sure. yeah, I don't know. So usually between 25 and 50. Oh, OK. So um, yeah, she she said, no, no, no. She was wasn't going to charge us. And I felt bad because she was there for about an hour or so. You know, parents were coming in slowly and um, some of them were writing letters then right then and there. And so she waited for about an hour, hour and a half. And I said, please take five dollars. All our parents paid the five dollars. So, you know, she got like, you know, I don't know, 50 bucks, you know. And um, I said, here, have lunch tomorrow on us. We really appreciate it. And so um, all the letters were great. Joe got to read them all. He was touched. Um, he goes to court. And I said, Joe, please keep me updated. If you need me there, I, I will show up in court and testify if you need me to take the stand. Because um, I know what basketball has done for him. And so, he, he, you know, if you guys, I mean, Coach Tom, you've seen DeMarcus play. He can literally take a team out. When he's on, he's yeah, he's hustled me. Yeah. He's hustled me for a couple of dollars. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right, coach. And um, it was because of the confidence. The coach previously that he played for said, Don't don't shoot any, I don't want you to shoot. And I was the complete opposite because I know he can make him. And I just kept, hey, keep shooting. And I would look at, I mean, I don't even countless games while I would look at him. I go, Demarcus, let him know who you are. And he just nods at me. And I have always given him the green light because he's won so many games for us i mean so many games he's a sleeper because if you look at him you're like oh this kid's not really doing much in the game and next thing you know he kills you from the three-point line he just pop 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 he start he'll nail like three four five in a row and uh everybody knows him and to see this kid grow and the confidence that he has it was just oh man so amazing and so and then it, for his mom to take it away from him i was just so like I hated her and hate's a strong word, but I literally, I hated her. I go, Hey, Joe, I, I know that's your daughter-in-law and that's Demarcus's mom, but man, I, I hate that lady. And he goes, I know, I know coach. I said, keep me posted when you go to court. So he goes to court. Great story coaches. It's just like, it's, it, this is just proof that our basketball community, it's a small world. So he goes to court. He's uh, you know, there and you know, he's got his lawyer with him. And his, one of his coworkers, it's his wife that's representing him. She cut him a good deal. Uh, I think she does family law. So everything kind of just was lined up for him. So he's there. The mom is there. Um, and so the judge comes and, you know, just the, your typical, I don't know, tip, I don't even know judges, but just kind of, you know, got a little, 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 little not I'm gonna say attitude, but a little chip on his shoulder. Like, Hey, what's going on? Okay. But you know, just very blah, blah, blah. And uh, he explains the story and he looks over at the mom and he looks over at Joe and he goes, okay, so um, you're the one who takes him to all the basketball games. And, you know, I'm paraphrasing here and Joe's like, yes, your honor. And he's like, okay, let me, um, what's the name of the team? And he goes, it's the Hawaii heat, your honor. And he goes, oh, okay. So uh, you guys travel. And he goes, yeah, we, we, yeah, we travel a lot. Where do you guys go? Uh, we go to Vegas. We go to uh, uh, Portland. He goes, yeah, been there, been there. Memorial Day weekend. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, yeah. I, he's, I used to coach. I used to coach in uh, high school. I used to coach uh, travel team AAU in college. And I was just like, what are the freaking odds? And Joe's like, oh, yeah. He goes, um, what's the name of the team again? He goes, the Hawaii Heat. So he types it on his laptop or iPad, whatever he had there. And he, see, he pulls up. 
uh, Instagram and Facebook. And he's reading, he's going over, he goes, oh, this is, this is a legit team. And he goes, oh yeah, we've been playing with Coach Mel for a while. He goes, huh, you have a schedule? And he goes, yeah, yeah, I do coach. Cause I, or I do your honors. I made a schedule for him so he can see what games that we had out for the whole year. And so he sees the schedule and he goes, whoa, you guys play a lot. He goes, okay, I remember that. Oh man, good times. Oh, I remember this tournament, whether it was like jam on it. I think it was a jam on it tournament that we're going to. And he goes, oh, I remember that tournament. Gosh, good times, good times there. Oh, oh, I remember. Oh man, you guys go to Portland too. So he's looking at our schedule, just kind of reminiscing the glory days. And so um, he looks at the, the mom and goes, you should be ashamed. I've coached kids like this my whole life. He's all, who are you to take this game away from your son? Like, I was just like, no way, Joe. And Joe's sitting there like, oh, my gosh. And the lawyer's kind of tapping him on the leg like, oh, we got this, you know. <laughs> and um, he's just going on and on, just giving her the business. And she's like, well, he doesn't even really like to play uh, basketball, Your Honor. And he's like, he doesn't. <laughs> he goes, doesn't sound like to me reading these letters. So he's reading the letters. He had everything there. It was like the, the best story ever, you know, and, um, you know, it was just like, um, you know, before he hits his little hammer on, on his little, what is that thing called a gavel? What is it? A gavel? Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. So before he hits that, he's like, he's going yeah. to, he's, I'm honoring the whole schedule. Uh, what days do you practice? Uh, Thursday. Uh, from what time and what time? From this time to this time. He's going to practice and his and and joe you're going to take him every weekend there's a tournament whatever boom case closed bam it's done and and i was just like holy he goes man mel it, i go what are the odds of the judge being an ex-coach and understanding and knowing and oh man i go dude i'm so happy man so he goes on this phenomenal run it's just the stress is relieved and and you know he he, he ends up you know um having a phenomenal season we have the end of our season party and it's the first time i've ever seen him cry and so it hit me hard at our end of the season meeting he just gets up and he says i want to thank coach mel and um i want to um he's for believing in me and uh, what sucks is his father got out of prison and i was super excited for his father to see him play for the first time and he never showed up at any of the games so I know it was tough for DeMarcus because Joe, um, that's his, his father. Joe's, you know, DeMarcus's uh, dad's father was uh, telling me, hey, um, we're going to surprise DeMarcus. His dad's going to come with the game. And I said, oh, I can't wait, man. I can't wait. I, I want to meet him and just tell him everything that his son's been doing. And, and uh, yeah, he never showed up. And so long story short, it didn't matter to DeMarcus because he's so wired to not have his dad around. And it was my job to try to keep him on the straight and narrow because I can see him post things on Instagram, like, you know, flashing money and, you know, just that whole stereotypical, I'm a badass thug. And dude, you're not, DeMarcus, stop. Stop posting that shit. So, you know, as, as we talk about being a coach, we wear many hats, whether it be, you know, a dad, you know, uh, you know, just... Uh, uh, everything. We, we have so many hats as coach, therapist, you know, uh, father figures. This is, this was one where 
I took on that all the roles for Demarcus and along with his grandfather, man. I I swear he gets to see like the grandfather of the year, the decade, man. He's such a great guy. He supported his grandson through all this. And when he got choked up, and I mean he made everybody at the um, end of the season party just in tears. And I couldn't even speak when he was in tears because it was so genuine and from the heart. And um that that those moments as coaches. Are, are worth more than any paycheck that we can ever make you know that's um that's what it's about as far as um coaching um goes and i i get super emotional um when it comes to these stories especially when it comes to our own kids that we coach um but just sports in general it does it to me man i cry every time when i watch rudy <laughs> every time i watch rudy i didn't even shed a tear when i when my sons were born but i tell you what you give me a a good Netflix 30 for 30. <laughs> I'm tear jerking all the way home. It could be, we could be watching the most, you know, sad, some, someone's dying of cancer in a movie or, and I'm looking over at Renee and she's just in tears and she's just like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, Oh, I don't want, I don't know. You know, kind of like, but man, you give me a good sports story. Whew, it's over for me, man. I, I am a sucker when it comes to that, but yeah, I just want to give a huge shout out to, the Marcus, he hasn't been playing with us for the man. I want to say, um, for the past like four months because his mom just recently took him to um, Phoenix without saying anything, and it, that's the sad part. Is she's still his mom, yeah. so if she moves and he has to go with her. He, no. he can't say anything, and it leaves you know Joe powerless. And so, yeah, it, it just it's sad because we we none of us got to say bye. And he's been living there and she's just going to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to live here now. And it's just like, oh, my gosh, man. So uh, that's why that quote hit me so hard, Coach Lance. I was just, man, I go, I got, it just reminds me of DeMarcus and his story. And, man, it was just something I had to talk about and share with everybody. And, and I'm super grateful and I appreciate um, Grandpa Joe for letting me, you know, tell the story. Because I think it's a story that a lot of listeners out there should hear. Um, because... It's not about like we talk about, we don't, you know, coach for a check. We, uh, we really genuinely care about the kids that we coach. And uh, this is a, a prime example. So um, <clears throat> thanks for sharing. I appreciate that. And you're right. I think that people need to understand, you know, from a coach's perspective, we become emotionally attached to our players. Um, and it's, you know, we have bonds beyond the court. You know, we, we wear many hats, like you said, and, and I do appreciate uh, the, the, the passion and the emotion because it's there for all of us. That's why we do it. We don't, we don't do it to get big, giant checks. We just don't do that. It's not, that's not our style. Um, it's to help the kids. Uh, and, and really, to be honest with you, it's, if we win, that's great. But you know what? If, if we can teach and, and, and help a kid along, that's, that's, that's all I'm here for. So I, I appreciate it. Thank you for sharing. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, you know, and, you know, shout out to Coach Tom, man. I see Coach Tom. He's so dedicated to his players. And, you know, granted, I have um, second and third graders. I have about 10 of them. And then I have 10 kids on my Hui Hawaii Heat team. And um, I, I can't imagine being, I mean, and Coach, Coach Tom, just so everybody knows, I mean, Coach, you have about, what, 80 kids on your roster? Like, seriously, how many kids do you have? Yeah, it's probably about 80 80 around 80 to 100 i think maybe yeah and i mean i don't even know how he spreads his time out there um I, it's it's amazing 
like what you do on all your posts. And I'm telling you guys, if you guys are listening to this podcast, go follow Coach Tom Tran with Hui NorCal Dynasty. Um, I mean, they can find your Instagram on NorCal Dynasty, right? Yeah. And like I said, Coach Coach Lance will have all of our, uh, you know, Instagram accounts down in the uh, description of this podcast. Yeah, just I, I I always tip my hat off to you. you're constantly posting things and stories and like. Um, it's it's another job as we know uh, as far as social media goes you know and coach tom is working his butt off too on top of that so my hats go off to coach tom i mean i I, i'm so attached to like you know my 20 players that i have i can't even imagine having that many that that many kids and and you support them all and you're constantly making posts on them yeah i think that's what you know the piggyback off you a little bit i think that's what a lot of people don't understand sometimes i think um if it's just a one kid, even like your kids, right? I know I've, I've seen kind of from, man, when Coach Lane's had a next level camp, I, it, it had like on my timeline not that long ago where we brought out the basketball hoop and kind of was dunking on little kids at Coach Lance's camp. And even then, kind of was only like in fourth and fifth grade, I think. I mean, he was not even that old, but seeing the growth of these kids, um, the and you know, the, the kid you were talking about, the grandpa, like every time I would see them in the dim at, you know, hardwood or – in Yuba City, super polite people, right? They would come up and say, how's it going, coach? How you been doing? Um, player, grandpa, and all your families. And I think sometimes with now with social media and everything, I think we take for granted sometimes a relationship. I think everyone wants to see what the end of the score of the game is, and they don't realize the bigger picture out of everything, right? And, you know, I was talking to a couple of coaches yesterday. For the odds of a lot of these kids playing sports in college is very slim. There's not that many that get to go on that next level and play. But I still talk to a lot of my former players who just thank me for just having them play on the team, that having them be a part of a group and a family, right? And that's one thing that, you know, for us, we try to stress. I mean, obviously, it's not always going to be the greatest thing, but um, there's a lot of memories you learn with whatever, whatever groups you have. You know, some of my teams are like, my relationship with my players is probably the most rewarding thing more than the championships or the wins. Um, getting to experience tons of things. You know, like I was talking to Jenna not that long ago, I got to travel the world basically with her and her team, which I've never done before. I've never gone to Chicago, Atlanta, a lot of these places that I would never go, but basketball has brought us together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basketball has taken us to all to different places. I would never, yeah. you know, go to Portland, Oregon, just, you know, I would never do that. You know, just, things of that nature it's like we talk about all the time you know coach lance coach bob coach tom we talk about it's more than the game it's more than 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 winning it's we talk about this all the time it could sound cliche but it's life lessons you know there's a ton of life lessons when it comes to sports not just youth basketball but just sports in general there's so many lessons yeah i think uh if i can jump in just for just for a sec i think awesome coach mo with that great story I mean, I've met, I've met Joe and I've met uh, DeMarcus and both, you know, just great guys. DeMarcus is a great kid, very polite, very soft-spoken um, and very polite. And it's just a, it's a, it's an unfortunate story, um, you know, unfortunate ending, I guess, or, or, or where it's at right now. Uh-huh. Um, hopefully that somewhere can change down the road. But I think a big thing also is take that I take away from that story is how important just sports in general is, you know, for a kid like Dem- DeMarcus. And when we're going through a time right now where sports are shut down for kids, you know, and, and 
and a lot of people are against opening up and a lot of people are against going back and having the kids play and, you know, things like that. That's one side I think that, uh, you know, I think really needs to be considered because, you know, DeMarcus isn't the only kid out there that, mm-hmm. that sports has affected in that way, you know, yeah. and it's not just basketball, right? I mean, it's all, it's all sports. It's any mm-hmm. sports, any team sport, any individual sport. Um, and so I, I think that's a, that's a big thing too, that needs to be considered, you know, is how important sports is to, to kids, especially at a time, time right, like, like right now. It sounds like that, uh, you know, without your team and without you and without without sports, um, I, you know, who knows? Who knows where, where DeMarcus would have end up, ended up? Coach Bob. Hey, yeah, so Coach Tom, uh, I'm going to embarrass you just a little bit. Um, talk to us about what's on the screen right now. Uh, you did some charitable efforts. Oh, did we lose Coach Tom? Yeah, I mean, we've been kind of doing this. Yeah, we've been kind of doing this for like about two or three years ago. Uh, about, God, it was probably about three years ago um, when I was coaching at Del Oro, we were doing like a toy drive for just a local charity that we were doing for Del Oro. And then the following year, um, I saw the impact that we could have as coaches and just the interaction we could have with people. And then I kind of just try to make it like a yearly tradition. And, you know, I think at the beginning of this year, we did a shoe donation where, you know, Coach Bob, Lance, you guys all donated shoes where um, it was just eye-opening because I think, you know, I talked to Coach Lance about this before where we dropped off a whole bunch of used shoes that I think some of our players might, you know, like, you know, we have a lot of kids that are like, oh, these are used, I need new shoes. And you know, we cleaned some of them up, but we brought this to a local school and um, just seeing these kids that didn't have the proper shoes to try on um, to play sports. You know, some of these kids were wearing sandals. We, the, the one story that was probably the most touching was one kid was crying because he has never had his own pair of shoes. He had hand-me-downs from his brothers and sisters. He didn't even know what size shoe he wore. Wow. And um, so he got, you know, got a new free pair of shoes but it was like we I thought when he was crying I thought he was crying because um we didn't like have the shoe he wanted or whatever um but he was crying because he didn't know what size he wore like he was and you know he was probably in fifth grade so at that age where he's 11 or 12 and he didn't know his size I mean because he's like always worn big or small shoes ever since he was you know born or ever had shoes on his feet and so Ever since then, I've always wanted to make sure that, hey, try to donate and do whatever we can, you know, use this platform to give back somehow. Um, So this, what you're on here on this little post right here was the teacher that brought brought the shoe idea to me was um, a mom, a parent of two of the kids I coach. She's now at a different district, which is basically kind of like the same, I mean, same district, but different school where um, some kids, a lot of families don't, they're struggling, right? And so they're doing meal pickups at their school where um, obviously everything's Zoom or online for them. So um, we talked about doing like a toy, toy drive for them. And so it literally was, you know, this was a week and a half before Christmas. I asked her, hey, I was like, would you still want to do this if we can, you know, make this happen? 
she's like, yeah, you know, it's going to be a little bit tough because we can't obviously have you there, like, bringing this stuff to it. But, like, we can do it where we surprise families. They have it in their database where they can search, um, you know, what families are getting meals if, you know, parents are struggling with certain things. And so I just sent an email to a lot of our families. And uh, I think we got almost 100 toys donated. Um, and then, you know, a lot of you guys know Devin Williams from In The Lab, um, YouTuber. He saw a post that Jenna had, you know, he had said, if I donate $100, what would you do with $100? Jenna um, tweeted back saying, you know, I would donate it to a cause, blah, blah. He messaged her saying, hey, I would love to help. What can we do? She's like, hey, my coach is doing this toy drive. Um, and I knew Devin way before In The Lab. So I know I've known him for 10 plus years, um, but I hadn't talked to him in a long time. Right. He, I mean, he blew up. And um, so he messaged me and says, Hey, what do you need? He literally called me at work and said, what do you need? I was like, well, you, whatever you want to donate, you know, we're donating toys, clothes. And he's like, well, what are the ages? I told him the sizes. And then he said, all right, send me your address. He sent me the receipt and he donated like a thousand dollars worth of Adidas apparel. Wow. Um, wow. And so, I mean, between that and the toys, I mean, so I think she said, the teacher said we were able to support 50 some families with like 90 plus kids. Um, And that, and you know, that that was just in a week and a half. And so I think I always tell our kids, like after every huddle now, when we break, when we play in these tournaments, one, don't take this this time for granted, right? Because one, you're fortunate, you're able to play during these times. Um, But there's a lot of kids that, aren't able to play or not able to go out, don't have a basketball. It's just certain things that you might take for granted that these kids are cherishing, you know? And so, um, yeah, ever since doing that shoe drive and just seeing some of the interaction with the kids and, and the families, um, it just made me appreciate uh, the families that I have on our side or friends and families that are willing to donate, you know, like, um, coach Lance's son, um, Josh, he had a training for mine. And then, so I usually, I just give him whatever the kids pay. I give it to him. I mean, he didn't have to donate half of his pay and go buy toys for these kids, which, you know, he, he came to my work and he brought me like five bags from target full of toys, just giving back to the kids. And I think when all this is all said and done and we're on, we're able to go back to normal. And I was telling coach Lance says, if we, if we do a shoe drive, I would love for some of our kids, my players to come out there and like donate, but just see the interaction that they can have as a person. Because like Coach Bob, you said, like I know, right? Even though he's a ninth grader, there's a lot of younger kids that look up to him. He might not know it, but they see his, you know, YouTube, they see him training, they see all these little things and they don't realize, he doesn't, he might not realize that, man, he's a role model to a lot of these kids. You know, where they're like, some people might think we're role models because of what we do as coaches. These players, I mean, they, they have a, such a huge impact. You yeah, know? they have a lot so, more clout. I, yeah, they, they really do. And, you know, one other story real quick to talk about, like the shoe drive. Jenna donated one of his shoes, and I totally caught myself. I was giving it to a kid. This kid, the, the first pair he picked was this pair of shoes that Jenna had. It was a black and white LeBron pair. And... um you know how boys are boys can be tricky sometimes if you say a girl gives it to them or it's a girl's shoe you're like oh god you can just see the reaction <laughs> on their face like oh shit it's a girl's shoe I, I don't want any part of this right but i was like telling him like 
how many buckets this girl has scored in this. And like, he was in such like an awe that once he got the pair of shoes, he like ran to his friends and started bragging to them of like how many points were scored in the shoe by a girl. Like he was actually like happy about it. And so, so uh, you know, I told her the story, you know, I keep on telling all these kids the stories like what you might take for granted is like an old pair of shoes. There's a lot of people that will cherish those shoes. And so we're going to be doing another shoe drive probably in January, February um, that we want to donate back to um, the Ridge Point Elementary School K through eight and just basically donate shoes for a lot of the kids that don't have the proper equipment to play sports outside Mm -hmm. or indoors when we are able to get back to normal. What a great cause, Coach Tom. Not only that, though, but you actually get to physically see it. You know what I mean? It's not like, oh, we're shipping it away yeah. and I never get the. You actually see the change in the actual player and, and child and kid. Um, but if you guys don't know, if you're on if yeah. you're on Twitch watching us live, uh, Coach Bob is posting all this stuff on the screen so you can take a look at it. But, yeah, that's amazing, Coach Tom. I mean, it's, it's you know, I, I, I try to, you know, use our platform to like you know we've we've gone out and and fed the hungry and we went to a um or, or feed the homeless we did that we, we did feed the homeless it just put things into perspective for the players uh we went and we cleaned up this it was a, a woman's uh, it was a women that get beat and battered and uh it was like a, a, a non-profit organization we went there and, and cleaned their property and you know we did leaves and it was just those experiences that we can offer the kids, like we talked about, it's more than basketball, you know, it really is. And those are the life lessons that, you know, the the kids get to learn how uh, they should appreciate what they have. You know, we're not, we're not millionaires. None of us are, but just the little things that we have, there's a lot of people out there that don't have any, anything. And I think it's a great message. And that's why uh, we're four like mind coaches because we uh, think the same way when it comes to this. Yeah, but getting back to what, you know, I think I got booted off. Um, I wanted to just say, yeah, it's it's an unfortunate story. It's a sad ending as far as DeMarcus goes and um, him now in Phoenix and none of us have any contact with him. Um, but I just, you know, text message his grandfather to get the approval of, of sharing this story and he's doing great. Reached out to him, just see how he was doing and uh, he said, thanks for reaching out. We're doing fine. I miss you guys. And because he was a huge part of our team, Joe, you know, everyone knew, you know, Grandpa Joe, like you said, Coach Lance and Coach Tom, you guys. I guess that means, it, I guess that means you have to take your team to Phoenix. That's what I told Kaino. I said, hey, his mom ain't going to take him away from us. We'll go out to Phoenix and play. <laughs> we'll go find him. We'll go to Arizona. We'll go to hey, Arizona. Hey, flights are cheap. We're, we're going to the end of February. The end of February, you guys are going? Huh, maybe we'll do yeah. that. We'll Flights are literally like, I mean, if they're flying, it's a round trip is $110. Oh, okay. Well, we, uh, we'll, I would really piss his mom off. I'm sure if I showed up in uh, Phoenix and I'd be like, Hey, we're Knock here. Where's the Marcus at? <laughs> Moving in. We'll, we'll find out. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, Hey, I wanted to have fun with you coaches. All right. This is something, a little segment, you know, like I share with some of our guests, you know, it's kind of like the, would you rather game? So I'm going to go ahead and just fire these off to you guys. This is something that I made on my own. All right. So I'm going to start off with uh, uh, coach Lance Adidas or Under Armour. Wow. Yeah. It's a good oh, one, huh? I'm not going, I'm not going with the Nike Reebok thing anymore. Thanks for asking Coach Lance that. Don't ask Coach Bob and I that question. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, oh, you can answer it. I get disconnected. <laughs> I'd probably go with Adidas. Oh, nice. Okay, okay. Um, we're gonna go with uh, Coach Tom. Zone 
or man? <laughs> for what for what age? <laughs> Any age. How about that? Man, but I but I do think that for me as the coach, I throw out every junk defense yeah. known to man. Yeah. So I'll go man, I'll press, but mm-hmm. man. Okay. Okay, good. All right. Um all right, this one's for you, Coach Bob. You ready? I'm ready. Wilson or Spalding? Wilson. Oh, nice, nice. Okay. All right, here we go, Coach Lance. Chicken or steak? Ooh. Oh. I don't think I could eat both. Man, I'd, I'd say steak. Okay, okay, I got you. <laughs> can I, can I ask you? <laughs> What kind of steak? What's that, Coach Bob? Can I, what What's that? Uh, it don't matter. Just steak no, no, or chicken. No, no, no. No, no, it matters to me. What kind of steak? <laughs> okay, we can go what kind of chicken? Rooster? Uh, we can go chicken? <laughs> no, no, no. no, what cut of steak? Okay, uh, we'll go a Kobe. No, no, what cut, though? Oh, I don't know. New uh, York, uh, <laughs> ribeye, T-bone, Ah, uh, Let's go uh, filet mignon. Filet. Filet mignon. Let me down. Right. Okay, so... Right. Okay. So how do you prepare it? Oh my gosh, Jesus, this? Coach Bob. Rare, rare. <laughs> uh, what kind of sides are you having? You're having potatoes, you're having mac and cheese, broccoli, asparagus. For crying out loud, hey, Coach Bob. <laughs> Me- medium, medium rare. That's the answer I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, Coach Tom. Snickers or Milky Way? Ooh. Oh, well, I mean, I can't really choose. Fun fact, I gave up candy for 2020, so I haven't had Okay, well, candy. let's just cheese this. You yeah, guys are making since, this game so hard. Snickers. <laughs> okay, uh, Coach Bob, same word. You look like you were raising your hand. You, you were going to break it down. Milky Way. Oh, nice. Milky Way. No See, nuts. We're a divided household. My wife is Snickers. Hard Snickers. Uh-huh. I'll eat both, but I prefer Milky Way. And we okay. are Yes, okay, please. coach, coach uh, Lance. Oh, Snickers, Snickers, all the way. Gotta have, gotta have the nuts in it. Yeah, it's like it's got more girth to it. You get more for your yeah. money. You know, what I mean? you feel like you're getting because a, a Milky Way is the same thing. It's just no nuts, it's right? Exactly. It's only like the nuts. <laughs> hey, man, you're getting ripped off. If you buy a Milky Way or a Three Musketeers, you're getting ripped off. <laughs> oh man, the nougat is where it's at. The nougat is where it's at. I know. I'm. Hey, I'm all for nougat, but you're getting nougat. Let's break this down. You're getting milk chocolate nougat. That's good. Caramel. Hey, caramel or caramel, yeah, oh, however you want to say it. Caramel. And nuts. That's and four nuts. things. That's four right. items. It's like a the buffet. She gets stuck in your teeth. And I... <sighs> you know what, man? When you're surviving and you're starving, hey. Okay. You gotta, you're going to want the nuts. If you okay. drop me off in the wilderness, I'm going to pick the Snickers. All right. All right. Coach Bob, here's one. Since you like to break things down over here, Mr. Analogy over here is breaking things down. And the old, would you rather freeze to death or burn to death? <laughs> Ooh. God, I hate you cold, man, but I heard burning is painful. Burn, burn. Because I think I just inhaled it, smoke, and die. I, I yeah. just, you know what? They say actually, they say freezing to death is the most painful way of dying because it's because it's kind like of like cold. a slow, you start to drown in your own liquids. So yeah. it's like almost like a uh yeah, it's no, I have a space yeah. heater in my feet right now. I hate cold. I don't oh, yeah. think that would work. For I me. think burn it would hurt for a second, but then you're going to shock and you wouldn't quick. feel it. I think yeah. it'd go pretty I quick. Think so, yeah. It would be painful, but it'd go quick. Okay. All right. Uh, we're going back to Coach Lance now. Okay. Um, Olive Garden or Buco? Oh, 
Uh, Olive Garden. Yeah, I'm an yeah. Olive Garden guy too. All right. Salad, baby. Yes. 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 Guy. All right. Here we go. I'm going to go. I'm going to hit you with this one. All right, Coach Tom. Your toilet paper, do you like it over or under? <laughs> hey, it's important. <laughs> over. Over. Yes. You got to have it over. Dude, I cannot stand when I go into a. a it does the job either way. You know what? For whatever reason, I don't know, OCD, call it what you want, but when somebody under doesn't matter. Someone's toilet paper is under. under. I, I gotta refix it. I'm in somebody's I'm a hey, stranger. Hey, I'll the worst it. is under hey, the worst is it's under and you're at a fast food or you go to like a restaurant or like any like sporting good like Dick Sporting Goods, someone puts it under. I'm like, what the hell are you guys doing? <laughs> no, no, don't do it again. Hey, hey, you get fired for something like that, right? Yeah, we're going to reevaluate who hired you. <laughs> yeah. All right, I got I got one for you. Uh, oh, yeah, this is a good one here. I got one for you. Uh, we're back with Coach Bob. All right, here we go. Taco Bell or Del Taco? Break it oh. down. Break it down, Coach Bob. Okay, so this is, this is, a, this is a mood thing for me. Uh-huh. Uh, Taco Bell... Because, you know, I do like their sour cream. I like their sauce a little bit better. Their beans a little bit better. But I will tell you, Del Taco, they have, they have bitchin' fries. They have right. fries and they have cheeseburgers. <laughs> if I'm going to move to crinkle fries, I'll eat anything. Their chicken soft tacos, forget about it. They're, they're amazing. They're yeah. amazing. But, but I think on a day-to-day thing, it's probably Taco Bell. But if I'm craving fries or that chicken soft taco. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the complete opposite. I'm Del Taco till the wheels fall off yep. i mean you just have a variety like you said you, you, you can go mexican burger. if you wanna you can go burger. american with a burger and fries and the burgers are bad right it's hey bad. you know what i mean hey, their chili cheese fries are very underrated there oh yes chili cheese fries are really good no how about their shakes the strawberry yep. shake with chunks of strawberries in it i'm telling you oh my goodness coach coach uh coach lance what do you got del taco or taco bell i guess it'd be the wrong time for me to say i've never had del taco Oh, oh my gosh! Somebody right, come over and pick you up real quick. Hey guys, yeah, let's, let's say, hey, next podcast we're going live from Del Taco. <laughs> this podcast, podcast number sixteen for two thousand and twenty-one, is sponsored by Del Taco. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Oh, uh, let's see here. Uh, we about pretty much bang this list out here. Oh, I got one for you. Sony or Samsung, Coach Tom? Oh, he's on Samsung all the way. Sony. Oh, oh, really? Okay. Well, okay. What, what piece of equipment are we talking about? Uh, okay, this is what we'll go with TVs. Okay. Sony uh, or Samsung? Samsung. Yeah, Samsung. I'm a Samsung guy. All right, this one is just for Coach Lance because I made this one special for him. Uh-oh. iPhone or Android? <laughs> Android. <laughs> Android. <laughs> that was for Cindy. All right, I made that face and everything. I look at him pointing at his phone. He's the only guy that has an Android on this podcast. You know, we got, we did have four like-minded coaches. That's what I thought we were, but I think we're just three like-minded coaches when it comes to our iPhones, Coach. And, and is that the new one too, Coach Lance? No, it's not. Oh, okay. it looked like it looked like the new Android. I'm like, oh, if he's got the new Android, there's no turning. Four years of this crap. We're still, yeah, <laughs> we're still working on Coach Lance. We're still working on. No, Coach I'm, Lance. I'm ready for an upgrade. Oh, upgrade to iPhone 12, right on. All right, Coach Lance, iPhone 12. Donate for iPhone. <laughs> Galaxy 20, here I come. Oh, oh. oh for crying out, Lizzie. 
for crying out, Lizzie. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I had, though. That was fun. That was fun. I wanted to do that with you, coaches. Yeah, that was fun. And uh, I, I figured I thought of some new ones since I don't do the, you know, the standard basic ones with some of our guests. Uh, maybe I'll keep that list. We can ask the guests the same ones okay. and see what they go for. Oh, I got one because we always talk about this and that. Uh, let's start off with Coach Bob. Jordan or Kobe? Jordan. Okay. Same with you, Coach Tom? Yeah. Nope. Huh? Jordan. Jordan. Coach Lance? Jordan. Yeah, me too, Jordan. As much as we all love Kobe, there's nobody like Jordan. Nobody. Goat. Just period. Drop the mic after that. I don't know why there's debates out there. Oh, LeBron and oh, Kobe. No, man. Jordan. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's it for today's, uh, what, podcast 2020, coaches. Hey, we made it. We made it. Applause. Applause. Hey. Season two coming up. Yes. Stay tuned, guys. We're still going to be dropping podcasts, okay? Don't forget to uh, follow us on all our social social media platforms. Um, have a safe and, uh, you know, gosh, sound uh New Year's and uh, Coach Bob is gonna, you know, end it with the coach's quote of the day. Coach Bob, what do you got for us? Yeah, I got this one from uh, Vince Lombardi. So, okay, winning is not a sometime thing; it's an all the time thing. You don't win once in a while. You do thing. You don't do things right once in a while. You do them right all the time. Winning is a habit, and unfortunately, losing is too. Wow, that's a great quote to end 2020. Let that one marinate out there, guys. Let that one just marinate. I love that quote. Good quote, Coach Bob. Um, other than that, uh, we, like I said, we hope you guys have a, an awesome, safe, and sound new year. Happy new year to you, coaches. Coach Lance, Coach Tom, Coach Bob. Um, yeah, I, I, this was a, a great year. I mean, towards the, you know, we made the best of it anyways. It, it, was, a, it was a weird year. We shared all of our moments, but uh, we, we made it through another year. So, um, yeah, we just want to thank everybody who's uh, been uh, supporting us too. We really appreciate you guys for Coach Tom Tran, for Coach Lance O'Hara, and for Coach Bob Mack. I am Coach Mel Morosco. And uh, we just want to say have a great and happy, safe New Year's. Much love and aloha. Happy New Year.